This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <clears throat> You're listening to the Sans Pants Network. Though you see no water for miles around you, you are, like me, nonetheless maroon. We are castaways in this terrible bad dream somebody decided to name Barovia. To switch up the metaphor, we are imprisoned and the fog is the bars of our cell and our jailer is Baron von Strad. As far as I can tell, there's no way to escape other than possibly by dying. Maybe by being eaten by a wolf, let's say. Mm-hmm. Let's pop out a manual. Uh, maybe I, I like I look to Esmeralda as I pop out mine and maybe point to it. She shakes her head. That does not sound like anything I've ever heard of. How do we get up? There's no response. Just talking to it. Okay. Gorob and Lashund, who were yelling significantly louder than you, cup their mouth again and call out, How do we get up there? The platform. Boom. Ask them if they are the doctor. Are you he? The doctor. (laughs) Both of them kind of realize at the same time. (laughs) Dr. Rudolf Van Richten. We're, we're doing an awful lot of yelling in a wizard's old tower. There's no response this time. I assume some kind of supernatural predator above. Esmeralda reaches into the crate that she's just opened and pulls out some supplies. Yeah. It is uh, full of food, basic supplies and whatnot. Clearly, uh, this is Rudolph's, yes. some of his equipment. He has been here. Mm. Well, whoever that is, I mean, you said it's supernatural, but this is an anti-magic sort. Well, that's not going to stop all of them, I say. Your horse is still here. Uh, could, is the entryway big enough for a horse, or am I tying up my... Well, I don't have to tie my horse. I'm like, horse, stay it's there. A, yeah, just it's a it. human-sized door, so uh, probably uh, not. Okay, mm. your horse can stay. <laughs> Ryan, she, she knows what she's doing. I recently do think Van Richten was here. Esmeralda puts a finger onto one of the crates, runs it along the crate, and then brings it up, and you can see that there is a little bit of dust on her finger. He has not been here for a little while. Um, A few of us head up. I suppose, I say, but I'm Um, nervous of... I suppose. Nothing um, ventured, nothing gained. Esmeralda steps onto the platform. I also step onto the platform. All right. Um, Perhaps... Uh, as well, as soon as you would want to stay down <laughs> there, as soon as both of you are standing on the platform, the clay statues come to life. They turn and look at Esmeralda and you, Hector, kind of expectantly, like they're waiting for something. Uh, would anybody else want to? Uh, a gogash steps on up. Would anybody else want to come up with us? At the word up, the golems begin pulling on the chain and. 
you begin raising up into the tower. Pip, are you coming with? Yeah, yeah. At the last second, I'll step onto the tower. All right, you step on. Maybe as it's becoming more of a step. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Piran, standing still near the doorway, calls out, I'll um, stay with the horse. Make sure it's fine. Mm, yes, you do that. You do that. So it's just him and uh, uh, the two dwarves. Oh, sorry. No, they would come with as well. Gorob and Lashan are definitely coming okay, with. Okay, cool. You get up to the second floor. The floor is littered with books, all of them weather-worn. In an alcove, you can see the bust of a middle-aged man, which is the really the only thing of note otherwise in this mm-hmm. room. Everything else has been looted. You can see, even though it has been so long, you can see this, the places where things like furniture mm. and other things would have once yeah, been, yeah, yeah. but they mm. have long since been presumably looted. Have I ever seen Strahd's wizard in, like, illustration or whatever no okay you just know of him cool. uh does it like, stop at this this stop it does yeah, yeah. i want to point to the boss because like the, he's he's written his name outside yeah the tower. it's probably, it's probably just like what a point does it look does he look like a wizard you know what a wizard yeah pointy hat big beard you know no, it just looks like a, a regular bald man kind just kind of looks like a regular yeah. guy okay. he would be wearing maybe a suit like equivalent although you mm. obviously it's just the boss yeah so. yeah um, a point to be like, is that Strahd or is that the wizard? It's not Strahd. I'm not Strahd or a wizard. Yeah, okay, I thought that. I was, the that, bus turns and talks to you. That was going you. to be my next suggestion. Hello, he says. A pleasure to meet you, please. I've not seen anyone in some time. Ah, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, hello. Yes. Uh, I guess we'll step off on this floor. The floor creaks Oh, that's right. A little it's bit underneath you. It? Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit unstable, but it seems to be holding your weight for now. A gogash chooses not to step onto this floor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do like here, here, gogash and uh, the and, Gor- and no, the twins uh, approach yeah. the bust with ripping wild speed. abandon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, where is he? Where is uh, he? Uh, they uh, they uh, put uh, they pick up the bust and begin shaking it. <laughs> where is he? It's not. It's not. Uh, Could you please stop? stop that? I want to. Uh, okay, uh, uh, reaching over them. Yeah, I want to just maybe just gently just take the bust and like put it some is there like a, a higher place that they can't reach <laughs> no. you're taller than them just yeah. hold it up not yeah, a lot just, of furniture uh, as I said uh, grab, yeah. um, uh, uh, um, so very uh, sorry um, it's okay that is okay um, this is not the worst reaction I've ever had I want to look around as I'm holding it above my head is there anywhere to put it down or is it where yeah, they were no, yeah, yeah pretty okay much. I just Keep holding it, then. Okay. Uh, if the if the twins have stopped pouring at it, <laughs> well, the twins, as soon as you snap it out of their grasp, they stop. So we're looking for um uh, um a friend of ours, uh, their friend. Esmeralda uh, speaks up. Uh, have you seen a man by the name of Doctor Rudolf van Richten? The bust nods. Yes, he was here a little while ago. It's hard to keep track of time. And uh, do you have a name? Uh, no, no one's ever given me a name. Oh, too bad. Mm. Would you like a name? Sure. Oh, you would also give you a name. Um, sorry. Uh, I wouldn't know the convention. Uh, do, you, do you like anything in particular? He thinks for a moment. Chaucer, he says. I like Chaucer. Ah, why don't we call you Chaucer? Perfect choice. You look around and you see one of the books that is not open. It's sitting closed. The mm. The author of that book is just Chaucer. Yep. Is that, cool. is that the only word you've been reading for? No, I read what I can. He 
with his yeah, head kind okay. of gestures around. But it's limited. Well, yes, you're just a bust. What what uh, how what are How did you come to be this way? I was given life by the archwizard Exathander. He was lonely, I suppose, and needed someone to speak to. So he created me, but he was a largely mean and vain man. He didn't really, I suppose, when I say he wanted someone to speak to, he wanted someone to talk at. Yes, someone to listen, sure. Yes, he left, or I've not seen him in a long time. But then Hmm. that doctor, he was here for a little while, but he seemed otherwise preoccupied. Uh, Did he say where he was heading to? Yes, the bust says. In that manner? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, lying to us, Adam? Yes. Come on now. <laughs> Look, I assume it He's is. withholding, obviously. Yeah, like, yes. when he says yes, he clearly makes a point of not elaborating. Um, and uh, where, where was that? Now, I haven't a back to scratch. <laughs> <laughs> mm. What but, would you like? Well, it's terribly lonely up in this tower, <laughs> and I have so little to read. I would perhaps appreciate, I am aware that there is not too far from here a town by the name of Valakai. Have you been? Not yet. We were, um, uh, I have not been, but I think, uh, uh, Pip, have you been to Valakai? Yes. Well, would they appreciate, perhaps, and would they look after, perhaps, a poet? <laughs> <laughs> he says. Uh, I think of sad and dour Valakai. Yeah, yes, I, yes, I suppose they would. Well, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> says Chaucer. I'm sure they'd love a poet who could cheer the people up or entertain them with... with I, like, look desperately at everyone else. His poetry. Antics? Antics. All right, all right, I see, I see. That well, is it? Mmm, yes. I have stuff, stuff like, well, what, what did you want me to say? No, they'd hate you, to be honest. Do you know a place here within Borovia that would appreciate someone of my talent? I might. Uh, I know exactly the kind of person who would love to have somebody to talk to at who all times. Who are you thinking of? Pop. <laughs> I want to annoy my chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Just put him in the chicken pan next to Pop. Pop will be annoyed. He'll be annoyed. (laughs) I don't think I like this person. What is your name? You've never met that person. Oh, me. Yes. Pip, I say. I don't like Pip. I will not deal with him anymore. (laughs) Throw up my hands. Right. Sorry, um, Chaucer. Right. um, Look, I've never been to Velikai, but if if that is what um, you would... I want to be taken somewhere where people will appreciate my abilities. How about this? We will take you uh, with us. He's not that heavy, right? It's a stone bust. It's not light, but... Yeah, well, wagon. actually, no, it's not stone. It's some uh, probably plaster. Okay. So, yeah, it's, 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 not, it's not that it's heavy. It's just that it's a bit big and cumbersome. Oh, yes, yeah, right, exactly right. what we need. Another loud guy. <laughs> I said, uh, maybe yes, I can be as quiet as a dormouse. <laughs> Esmeralda shakes her head like she doesn't believe him. Yeah. Well, but uh, she quietly, Pip, whispers to you, I, worst case scenario, we smash him. <laughs> but just put him down. Well, yes. But uh, I, I think if he knows where Dr. Rudolf Heinrich, I mean, who else knows right now? 
who where he could uh, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose. I suppose. I suppose. How about how about this, Chauncey? Uh, uh, look, we're heading to Valakai, um, and from there, I do not know where. But you are more than welcome to accompany us. So, if you find somewhere where you would like to to stay. We will leave you there. Yes, this seems agreeable with me. Because you, you, you met um, Van Richten. I'm assuming this, this court wizard, Exar... Exathander. Ex- he, you probably have information about him. You know he, what he I know was. of Exathander, correct. Right, and he was the, a, a court wizard of... Um, Strahd. Right, and, and do you know anything about that particular... Strahd or Exathander? Uh, both, actually. Well, I know a few things. I've been around for some time... I don't know exactly how long, but I know that I've been around long enough to have existed before this, he says. Uh, this being uh, Barovia? The mists around Barovia, back wow. when Barovia was on the mortal plane. Oh, right, well. I predate that, however long that is. Right, so you Esmeralda's you... jaw hits the floor, metaphorically. Mm. <laughs> oh, so, um... She's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like, just keeps going. It's like, oh my God, she's a snake woman. Did I, as Pip, oh. know that there was a period of time where Barovia was beyond... Was... No, that, yeah. that is beyond your Maybe knowledge. Maybe trying to, obviously... You know, keep my uh, uh, affectation mm. of being disinterested, but I'm still now very much listening in. So you um, must have uh, heard of or uh, knew the the Morning Lord, right? Um, um. Uh, I did not know. I knew of him, uh, but Exathander was my only talking companion, and he had no interest in the Morning Lord. <laughs> Anything I heard, I heard second or third hand, perhaps. And apart from, um, I guess, was there anybody, anybody else in the tower that you um, have No, Exathander was the only one to and, dwell within this place. And then Rudolph. And then Rudolph, briefly and a lot more recently than Exathander. What's on the third floor? There is a third floor, yeah. There are two more floors to this place. The floor above us is largely uninteresting, to my knowledge. It was not long after Exathander's disappearance, passing, I'm not sure, whatever happened to him. But after Exathander left, it was not long before a a great bolt of lightning struck this tower and made a hole, uh, a floor above us. Through the floor, looters came. They took anything not nailed down. They were not able to loot the top floor due to the guardian of the top floor. There is an enchanted suit of armor up there, which at a certain command word will back down from a fight. Well, we don't need to go to the third story. We can just... The fourth fourth story, excuse me. We can Um, just skip down. Uh, Do you know the command word? I did. Oh, I do. I told Dr. Van Richten. He did most of his studying up there. Ah. Esmeralda looks really, really excited at that. You want to? I, I, I turn Any around. Any he made of this land are in that floor. You want to copy? Uh, what, what was the? And also a planetarium is up the top. Oh, Exathander before Barovia was plunged to the place it is now was a what do you call it? A studier of the stars. Um, Astrology. Astrologist. Yes. Uh, but when the mists came, it obscured the night sky, and he became. Melancholic. He created the planetarium to keep himself busy, I suppose. Well, uh, uh, do you know the... uh, Could you give us the... Or would you like to come with? Uh, No, I do not want to come with. Uh, It's uh, made of plaster. (laughs) Yes, if something were to happen. Something were to happen. The word is... Animatum. 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 It's good to know. 
Thanks for being so forthcoming with it. Well, we have an understanding, <laughs> don't we? Yes, yes, we do. Uh, yes, we do. I say nothing. <laughs> I hate this ad. <laughs> <laughs> know that the command word will only stop the armor from attacking you. It will not leave or obey your commands. That word is simply to progress safely. Do you know any of the other words? No, I, there are no other words. It obeys direct orders from Exathander, but, uh, well, I know little of his current whereabouts. The last I heard of Exathander was that he had made his way to the Amber Temple, somewhere to the south of here. Amber he Temple. wished to enter the place of learning, but dark, evil learning from that place... He went once before he went his last time. He learned how to become a lich there. He was, I assume, successful, but Mm. I have not seen him since his second journey there. I look back to the, the, I guess, the gang. Mostly to Pip, really, and probably Esmeralda. Oh, no, because she's... she's... Esmeralda looks really thoughtful. She's scratching her chin. Something about the the name, the Amber Temple, seems to be jogging something in her memory. Amber Temple. Has any of of you heard of the Amber Temple before? Everyone... I I look at... Well, the ones that have been here before. Yeah. Because Esmeralda had been here a little bit longer than us, yes? No, Esmeralda got here about the same time as you did. Okay. (laughs) Then, yeah. Um, uh, Pip, uh, have you heard of this Amber Temple before? Not uh, exactly, I say. Why is my deception so bad? <laughs> you immediately are aware that you stumbled your way through that. There was a book in Kresak. It might have mentioned it. In Kresak? Yes. Oh, and you can't see Esmeralda, but you feel her presence behind you. I I didn't think it relevant. What What did it say? Uh, it's spoke of it as being, well, what the head said, more or less. A place of evil, dark, arcane learning. Yes, yes. Oh, and did it simply said uh, anything else? Esmeralda behind you. <laughs> her voice sounds like, her voice sounds like water slowly freezing to ice. So it mentioned just that there was a place of dark learning and nothing further. It might have been possibly also mentioned Strahd in passing. So what did it, did it, was it something like Strahd also became a, a lich? Or, it is in some is way it... relevant to his power, I suppose. So the, the books, the library we were at, that library was the best attempt of St. Markovia to defeat Strahd. And it just in passing mentions the Amber Temple. It's it's been a while. I say it has been less than two days. She seemed to think it important in defeating Strahd. That's it. That's all of it. Pip, I understand that you have, are going through it, <laughs> and I understand that but sure. <laughs> you feel responsible for a few things that have happened in the past. But please, if you ever come across. Some pertinent information. Maybe share it with the group. Thank you, Chaucer, for your the password. I'm Esmeralda. Would you like to um, join me upstairs in in uh, Van Richten's study? A gogash as you walk back looks to each of you, and he steps off. <laughs> he says, "I will stay here, probably for the best." Gorob Lushen look at Esmeralda, and with not much in the way of s- not subtlety, tact. 
If Dr. Van Richten is not here, we will wait with the tiefling. And they call out, oh, wait, well, they, uh, no, they'll step off and they will wait for when you're done yeah. with the elevator and then they're going to take it down. <laughs> it's like, we'll go up one level, we'll send it down a level. Yeah. They'll get on, they'll yeah. go down. Yeah. This fox will eat my lettuce. <laughs> you... <laughs> You work out that you can just state the floor that you want to go to as well, and that similarly works. You head up to the fourth floor, the top. Unlike the levels below, this room shows recent signs of habitation, and although the place reeks of mold and mildew, it has plenty of creature comforts, including a cozy bed, a desk with matching chair, bright tapestries, and a large iron stove with plenty of wood to feed it. Light enters through arrow slits as well as through dirt-caked windows with broken shutters. Other features of the room include a standing suit of armor and a wooden chest. Old wooden rafters bend under the weight of the tower roof, which has somehow remained intact. Mounted to the rafters are the pulleys around which the iron chains hang that support the elevator platform. Also, looking up, you can see the... It's kind of like... Imagine you're in like a post-apocalyptic video game and you walk into a planetarium and there's a flickering light Mm. on the ceiling (laughs) of the of the stars above. But it's kind of like warped and a bit broken and stuff like that. It's kind of the same equivalent. There are holes in the roof, not like sorry, in the rafters, not the roof is still watertight for the most part. Mm -hmm. But there is clear destruction, just warping and stuff of the roof. And wherever that warping and destruction is, the stars above are broken and missing. While it is still a pretty sight, you can see it is clearly in need of some repairs. Also, as soon as the elevator stops, that suit of armor starts walking towards you. There's no menace to its... Well, there is menace to its move. (laughs) It's, but it's, it's like clearly, a purposeful yeah. stride. Animatum, animatum, animatum. It stops and then walks back into animatum, place. Animatum, Right, shall we? You search this top floor. You find there are two sets of notes mm. in around the desk and uh, all of the equipment and stuff like that. You can see that there's one set of notes that just look ancient. They must be exathanders. A lot of them are written in this really spidery, scrolly handwriting that It's difficult to decipher simply because it is really hard to read. There is another also very, very pretty and scribbly sort of writing, which is clearly Dr. Van Richten's, but it is significantly easier to read. Exathander's notes, as far as you can tell, appear to be mostly just notations of the celestial bodies. Mm -hmm. You don't think there's necessarily anything interesting here, though there is a lot to comb through. Dr. Van Richten's writings are immediately way more interesting. He has quite clearly been to all of Barovia, all of the different cities, and he has made detailed notes on all of them. In addition, you shift some of the equipment around, and you can see that there is like a cork board on one of the walls with different, quite clearly, drawings Mm. that Van Richten has done, and they are all like connected in different ways. The... Most dominant drawing in the dead center of the corkboard is of a elven man. He wears incredibly fine and exquisitely tailored clothing. He has kind of like a, a beautiful white blousey shirt with a, a red cravat and a deep red vest over which he wears a black greatcoat 
which has a hood incorporated into it. And when it hangs naturally, you can see it almost looks like bat wings. The man's face, while handsome, is cruel. The drawing looks like it is about to animate and give you a, a curse or a, mm. or a spell upon you. I'm assuming that is not a self-portrait. Is That would be Strad, yes? I would assume this to be Strad, Esmeralda says. And you can see just a slight hint of pointed teeth within that evil grin. Huh. I'm From, downstairs, yeah? Mm. Oh, did you not come up? You no, with the no, no, right, no, no worries. We're in a fight. <laughs> immediately, immediately spiraling off from that, there are several other drawings. They are of a another older elf. The, this elf has it looks almost dr- like a drow, but their skin complexion is significantly lighter than that of a drow. Okay, and you can see that they have a haughty kind of also cruel like face. He is also dressed really nicely, but. Hector, you are accustomed. You're you lived a blessed life, possibly within the capital of Candor, Highdale. Mm-hmm. You know well enough what a servant of someone wealthy looks like. This man, while he is dressed well, he is quite clearly not someone in charge. He is the servant of someone in charge. There is a name scrolled beneath this picture, this sketching. Mm-hmm. It says Rahadin. I guess this this Rahadin is the servant of. I would assume Strahd. There's another one that spins off, and you see four women dressed in a sultry manner. There is like a a menace to them as well. It's kind of like a, uh, almost like a spider-like menace, where looking at them gives you a sense Mm. that you are not so much meant to view this as like a a, a scene of four pretty women, but as Mm. a scene of like four sirens luring you to your death. All of them you can see Their clothing is fashioned in a manner similar to Strahd's in that it hangs off them like they were bat-like wings. I guess the puppet shows back in um, Ognot. Yeah. Um, (laughs) When we were discussing, you know, we'd watch our favorite vampires, Mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, uh, puppetry shows. Uh, Would there ever be like a a kind of a through line of maybe like, oh, and remember the brides of, uh, you know, of Dracula, for example. Is is that ever ever something that uh, we would have come across? There is a little note, like where where it says Rahadin. This one says Strad's for Strad's for brides, and then name unknown in brackets. Okay. Another one uh, stretches off to a well dressed woman. She looks like she's dressed similarly to Strad in a fashion where it looks it's got like a bat like motif. But this woman has more of a elderly, stern matron sort of appearance. The name written beneath this is Lady Vatcher, with Lady... a W. Vatcher, but with a W. Lady Vatcher, that spelt Watcher. Yeah, spelt Watcher, but with a it, it mm. would be pronounced Vatcher. Well, we wouldn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Lady Watcher. Vatcher. Ah. Uh, this would be pronounced. She points out maybe an accent as part of the W. I see. She points out. And says it would be pronounced Lady Vatcher. And she's like, a, so it's a line from, is it, all these lines are from Strahd, yeah? Yep, they're all connected to Strahd. Okay. From Lady Vatcher and from Strahd, two lines connect to one final drawing. This man is of middle age. He's got long, wispy hair. He's kind of doing a, he's doing a bit of a riffraff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But he's also got a long, white goatee to match. One of his eyes is badly scarred, and it's kind of his eyelid is drooped. 
but the other eye looks as if there's a as if it can see everything. Mm. This man has in his hands he has a baton which he appears to be holding in a like he was about like he was swinging it slapping mm-hmm. his other hand and he means to approach yeah. and then like he's about to give us a bit of a caution a bit of yeah. a questioning. Yeah. yeah. On his left breast pocket blazes a a little badge that says sheriff. And this one says Sheriff of Kuchery. Have we been to, uh, do you know of a Kuchery? Esmeralda shakes her head. I do not know of the town. I guess a question to ask, Pip. Do we need to go back for that book? Which book? The book of that... Oh, um, in the library. Perhaps, yes, it would be <sighs> clever. Well, Look, we'll on the bright side, I do it. not think that book is going anywhere. We can true. probably complete our mission to Valakai and turn back yes, when we yeah. need. It is something. I guess this is the information that um, Van Richten has gathered. Oh, I'm so sorry. There's also one more drawing. There's a rough drawing of Barovia. It's a very rough drawing, though. So a lot of these areas are only vaguely marked. It's as best mm-hmm. as he can do. So you can see on the map, places that are marked are the village of Barovia, Castle Ravenloft. You can see all the, the forests and rivers. Mount Gacchus to the north, to the south, sorry. Mount Gacchus. In nestled up in Mount Gacchus, you can see a little notation for the town of Kuchery. Right mm. next to right next to it is also a notation for Amber Temple. Huh. Uh, then also there's the Wizard of Wines. You can see not a lot of interest has been paid to that one. It looks like that was just noted because he knew where it was. Mm. Then Yester Hill, similarly, just like he knew the name and so he put it on the map. You see Kresik. You can see the Werewolf Den has also been marked, and obviously Valakai, and then also the tower that you were in currently, which mm-hmm. is labelled as home. Interesting. Well, um, I'm guessing that he has gone to uh, Kuchery. Esmeralda nods. It is unlikely that he discovered the Amber Temple and did not learn of its potential importance. Is uh, Valakai on it? On the, uh, uh, is it Valakai and then the um, Amber Temple, or do we do we, do we pass there? The Amber. Well, you could just start yeah. heading south if you wanted to, <laughs> but the Amber Temple would require backtracking, and it's a long way away as well. It's even by horse, it will take a week at least to mm. get there. Okay, well. Valakai was a, a day's ride, yes? Valakai is only about a day away, yeah. Well, we could always... What was in Valakai again? It was just the next obvious stop. I do not think we were looking for anything specific there. Right. Sort of the vibe was Pip just kind of wanted to dump you off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I would say that our guide hmm. wanted to complete his end of the contract and then leave. Well, I guess we could still go to um, Valakai, see what is there. Do not tell Gorob and Lashon, but I would like to perhaps complete the trip to Valakai, maybe. Well, I'm not 100% sure, actually. Where would, where would you like to go next? Yes, I'm thinking if we can go to Valakai, uh, perhaps see if there's any supplies there that we can grab. We did get a decent amount of coin from um, the werewolf den. Perhaps I can at least get a um, gesture to my body. Leather armor, to be perfectly frank, would be mm. nice. Uh, true. It would be clever for you to arm up, as yes. it were. And, um, well, we will see what is there. I know Pip mentioned there was um, um, a tavern there that was, I guess, allied against Strahd. Um, that would be a clever place to stop then as well. So maybe we'll see what 
It is various. a lot closer to get to Valakai. Look, I... Not that there is a local language to speak, but I am aware of the local language, mm. as it were. I can get by a lot better than anyone else in this party as a local. Yes. I would say perhaps now would be a good time to split our party. I would uh, perhaps take maybe Piran. While he cannot hide among a population as well as others, he is certainly stealthier than others, uh-huh. and perhaps he would be of use. I don't know what we would do about Gorob Lushen. Gorob Lushen would want to come with me to the Amber Temple and to Kuchery mm. to meet Dr. Van Richten, but they are loud. But do you want to take them to Valakai? Mm, I shake my head. Mm, no. Well, see, here we are at the impasse because I don't want them either. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, we could always get them to stay here. There is enough supplies. Uh, I suppose we could, yes. There's enough supplies here, and if we just tell them that maybe Van Richten is coming back, then they might stay here for a long <laughs> it time. It is v- very mean to lie to them, but I have it done worse well, things Well, Van Richten will be back maybe eventually. <laughs> but is, is, is it not Although, like, actually, not abandoning them. Come to think of it, actually, it would... Van Richten definitely does stay here, so actually it's not stupid to keep someone here. <laughs> if you go to the Amber Temple and... um. You know, Van Richten is not there. Mm. Then at least someone is here to to, and he will be very. They will be very loud about. Um, they will. They will. They will. At least alerting Van Richten of that. So why don't we do that? Why don't yeah, you and Piran go and you scout right. out the Amber Temple and um, this this town of uh, Kuchery, while I take uh, a Gogash and Pip, and we go to Valakai. Right. And um, see what we can do there, and we will and we will meet you at Kuchery. Very well. I will. Go ahead. I will gather what information I can. Yes, that would be I will deal. try to f- find, make contact with Dr. Van Richten. Um, I will take Pirin. You will take Pip and Agorgash. And Gora Blushend will we'll wait here, here on the off chance <laughs> on that the Dr. Van Richten. high chance that Van Richten will return. Yes, yes. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. <laughs> All right. A plan is set in motion. Good. How long? Um, yeah. What in terms of time? In terms of travel time? Like, what do we say? Like, all right, we'll do this and this. Give us like X many days in Valakai, and then we'll come by. Like, what are we? What are we sort of planning? It well, out? Esmeralda gives it a bit of a think. Well, it's going to take so quite are, a while hmm, you are without the horse traveling. for me to get there. Yes, of course. Unless you are willing to give me the horse. <sighs> uh, can you? Can you I can? Give yeah. You the horse? Outside of a mile, you lose your telepathic 
respond. Mm. So, like, the horse still is intelligent and whatnot, mm. but Esmeralda is not going to be able to. Oh no, Esmer- it can understand Esmeralda, but it can't speak to Esmeralda, um, and it yeah. won't be able to speak to you either. But it will yes. still exist. You and Piran can grab, uh, can take Orion, and hopefully, uh, I guess we could leave the cart here, mm. and then if we can manage to acquire um, transport in. Valakai would be very useful. Yes, uh, Valakai from the... She gestures to the map. It looks like Valakai is a significantly... Actually, she no, she doesn't gesture at the map. She like looks over Van Richten's notes. Mm. Valakai is the largest city. Well, current... Oh. She covers up a note, thinks about it for a sec, and then turns to show you. And Van Richten's notes write about how Barovia, the city, used to be the mm. biggest, but... In his notes, Van Richten... Van Richten's only been here only. Mm. Been in Barovia for about six months mm-hmm. at this point. At the point that he made this note. And he states that the city of Barovia was once the largest city in the region of Barovia. Now, Valakai is the largest city, population-wise. Mm. Right. What happened to the city of Barovia? It it uh, was um, decimated, destroyed in a uprising. About a year ago? About a year ago. The population slaughtered. Cold, if you feel. I am um, maybe understanding uh, some of Pip's reservations, I guess. Well, uh, we will uh, speak. Why don't we bunk here for the night? Uh, oh, we yes, will we will bunk here for the night. Tell the rest of the um, group. Perhaps it is wise to get Pip up here for some of. I then look, I just want to like, look at the notes that Van Richten. Yeah. Um, or maybe not. I will read through the notes over the yes, night. Well, uh, me, Van Richten mm. tends to write in code, and I can. Oh, right. I know his code. Oh, well, in that case, that would be useful. She sits down, and you just re- you realize right now that while she was not lying, she had a hidden motive of she now doesn't have to interact with Pip, and you do. <laughs> Thumbs up. Um, right. Well, I'm. Um, see you in the morning. <laughs> All right. Pip, mm-hmm. you're on the second floor mm-hmm. with a Gogash who is standing for the for first time since you've met him. He doesn't seem to want to say anything. Mm-hmm. And you can see he's quite purposely not looking at you. <laughs> I have my arms Have folded. I missed something? Uh, I mean, it's a lot to explain, Chaucer. Very well. Well, could you do me a great favor? That what? book over there, can you turn the page? <laughs> <laughs> I've been reading that page for, I can only assume, years. Yeah, yes, I, I suppose I could. Thank you. I, I, greatly I squat down, it. take the page, and turn it over. How long have you been in Barovia? Uh, three years, give or take. That seems like a while, but I'm given to understand that I've been here for longer. Um,. May we go outside? Honestly, I would love that. <laughs> I take the head and I'll step back onto the uh, the the platform. All right, da- down. <laughs> do you step like outside onto the island? Yeah, I would say so. I would say I would step outside. What I'm going to do is I step outside. I <laughs> drop the head just in the like marsh or whatever. Then I'll pull out my fiddle and just tunelessly play some music. All right. So, are you doing this on the island, or are you going across the? No, bridge? no, not not across the causeway. I'm saying okay. just uh, <laughs> fuck no. I'm just right. staying on the island. In the distance, it's just tense in there. In the distance, on the little island, on the little stone island with the little stone tower, the front door opens, and in the distance, it's hard to make out, but it is a dragonborn, 
steps out carrying a bust. If your eyes were good enough, and they are, you would spot that the bust turns and talks to the dragonborn, who sets it down, ignoring it completely, (laughs) takes out a fiddle, and you hear a tune that you've heard hundreds of times before. Pip plays maybe the same four or five songs on repeat, as those are presumably the only ones he knows. Yeah. Boris turns. <laughs> <laughs> can I give you can I give you the song that he's playing? Sure. Uh, I'll sing the lyrics. This is a song I've just had in my head that I think Pip plays all the time since the beginning. It goes, "My lover, he is a sailor man, but his heart belongs to the sea, for after his ship at a soft steady clip, he's got no love left for me. He's got no love left for me." And Pip just plays that on repeat. That echoes across the still silent lake. Boris gestures with his with his face and several of the direst wolves been tracking me. <laughs> <laughs> They've been fucking tracking me. You've got direst wolves. We've also got druids maybe tracking me. Why is everyone, I don't know. Well, I was going to be like why is everyone in Barovia coming for us? Is Barovia. Several of the direst wolves turn and follow Boris. The entire pack has been on your heels since you left Kresik. Oh my god. Spluttering and choking can be heard through the forest. It's faint enough that you cannot hear it on the island, but where Boris and his companions are, it can be heard. Two direst wolves drag out from the bushes a sodden druid. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) The druid is deposited heavily at Boris's... Oars, shall we say? They sent the druids. <laughs> the druid looks They're up at Boris. Are they teaming up? The druid looks up at Boris and growls, you. you and me, we serve the same master. Boris looks down at the druid. Boris has always looked down at the druids. <laughs> <laughs> While they serve their, quotation marks, god, Strahd, the lord of the forest, you, Boris, are Strahd's right hand. (laughs) For them, this is a religion. For you, this is merely business. (laughs) Oh my god. The druid's bumbling frustrates you to no end. And while the heart of their power lies near your territory, you are unable to oppose them directly. But here, you can rest easy knowing that what is about to happen here is not going to reach the ears of Keshgar. Keshgar is an annoyance, but Strahd sees him as a useful annoyance. And you, while Strahd does not technically encourage infighting among his minions, Strahd does not look down on it either. And so you relish this opportunity. The druid, still looking up at you, as we serve Strahd, we must work together. Boris speaks. What? Kill. The pack tears the druid apart. What? You watch with glee. What the fuck? (laughs) What? Pip. How does he talk with How long would you like to play your fiddle? (laughs) I I play it until I hear movement and sound cease inside and assume everybody's going to bed. All right. Yeah. Sure. And then I will... I'll scoop the 
bust, which I imagine just like sunk into the. <laughs> well, it, it, no, it's stone, so there's no sand oh, okay. in here. Yeah. Yeah. Then I pick up the bust and I will take it back inside and and go to bed amongst okay. everyone else. Hector, would you have sought Pip out? What's a that's a that's a doozy. Um, <laughs> for, I it would have been uh, gone around, told everyone what was going on, as in like, well, we've got the notes and this is what we're doing, and. Really, really ham up the importance, just the absolute importance. That this is like almost Esmeralda like backs the, you up. One of the top missions. You get of, advantage uh, on this role for Esmeralda backing you up. <laughs> for Gorob and Lushen to stay here. Like it. <laughs> I know Dr. Van Richten very well, and he, Esmeralda, you could see, stops for a moment, and Hector, you can see her in her mind. Think about the dust and not mention it. <laughs> I know he frequents this place, or he would frequent this place a lot. Yeah, Gorob Lushan nod. They they seem to heartily agree that staying here and waiting mm. for Dr. Van Richten is the smartest course of action. Excellent. They'll hold down the fort for you. Excellent. And, um, yes, we'll, well, who takes the bust? <laughs> well, we'll, you promised take we'd take bust. it to Valakai. Yeah, I did, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you, you maybe think to yourself, who takes the bust? And Esmeralda immediately puts her finger on her nose. <laughs> it's going to be so much harder now without Gorob a horse. Gorob and Lushen putting fingers on each other's <laughs> <Yeah>. noses. <laughs> Gorob and Lushen start wrestling. <laughs> oh, that's going to be harder without a horse. Great. Go, Can't wait to carry this bust for three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, fuck, yeah. you've got to go, Gash. You can pull the card. But to go, yeah. Gash. Yes, he can pull the card. That is good. Uh, you tell a Gogash that uh, it'll be quicker with Perrin and uh, on, on Orion. If you, do you mind pulling the cart? You're so very strong. A Gogash nods. I will pull the cart, of course. If as you this, cannot, this, I shall. As the as this, as one of, as the strongest member of this group. Oh, a Gogash puts up a hand. No, no, no. <laughs> Gorob and Lushen, and yourself, you are oh. fair fighters, he says. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm, I'm so sorry. I meant both in, in terms of physical and emotional strength. Oh, Gogash. Of course, not, nothing could compare to orcish strength. <laughs> it would be unfair for you to compare yourself to me. Yes, yes, it would. He says that, but without, yeah. he says it with yeah, all yeah. earnestness. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, like he doesn't yeah. realize what he's saying. Oh, I know, I know. I'm 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 using that maybe do well very much to my advantage. All right, if you so, could pull the card, that'd be great. Well, you don't really need to trick him. Like a Gogash <laughs> isn't a mean person. Oh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> I'm not trying to trick him. It's okay. just more the you know lean sure. into that buttering. ego. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah. You know, it's a uh, it's a bit of honey. You know? Yeah, well, yeah. If that's decided, mm. Pip, when you re-enter, the bottom floor is empty. <laughs> no, it's not empty. Esmeralda mm. is there smoking a pipe. And she has one boot on a simple chest. I, as I come in, like, I'm like, oh, I'm shocked to see Esmeralda. Everyone is sleeping upstairs? Yes, everyone will be sleeping upstairs. I've got the bust in my hands. I, uh, he liked the music. He's not heard music in a long time. I, <laughs> not not that unceremonious. Yeah, you, you put the bust down. I mimed like I just yeeted it into a corner. Chaucer <laughs> understands that there is a weight in this room, and he he's pretending to be a a, a regular bust right now. I just put him down. Esmeralda picks up the chest, walks over to you, and then puts it in your arms firmly, like <clears throat> like she kind of shoves it yeah. into your chest. Yeah. It is full of some hunter equipment. I couldn't help but notice that you are lacking in some materials. I assumed this would be helpful for you. Materials are, yeah, hard to acquire here in Barovia. 
Not 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 all of them, but some. I put it on the ground and open it up. Inside you find twenty silver bolts. Ooh. A heavy looking crossbow, which you don't need you can yeah. tell there's nothing special about it, so you don't cool. need to take that. Five cloves of garlic, which you're not actually sure will be helpful. Yeah, no worries. It's nice for, you know, yeah. Yeah, food. Yeah, it's cooking. Good, it's I mean maybe we had that we had that when we made soup. That would have been incredible Whoa. with the soup. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? Maybe you genuinely recognize this as just important. Yeah. For food tasting, it's, which is actually Barovia is very bland when it comes to maybe food. pips are like the first thing. Like I open it up and I pull out the the bolts. And I'm like, what? Silver? Oh, and then I put the, garlic. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually genuinely, genuinely something that you would know about the Wizards of Wines. Mm. The reason why everyone loves the Wizards of Wines wines. The reason beyond just alcohol helping to numb the horror that is the daily life of a Barovian. But the Wizards of Wines wines are genuinely very flavorful mm-hmm. wines, which is actually so fucking rare in yeah, these I, parts. I bring the only the... drink with flavor. Yeah. yeah. I bring the garlic up to my nose and like inhale to try and just get a big whiff of that garlic flavor. It's beautifully, deliciously garlic. You would think there'd be more garlic in Barovia, to be honest. Inside the chest, you also find three doses of devil horn, four doses of hounding killer hands, cool, five doses of treant poison, a dose of blight skin, five doses of, let's say, dragon's blood. Oh my god! And a diamond. Um, have you? I like maybe I close the lid. Have you taken? It is all for you. I am as stocked up as I wish to be. I um, appreciate it. The plan going forward will be I will take Orion, the horse, and Piran. We will go south to a city called Kuchari. There it, it is nestled just before the Amber Temple. Piran and I will do some investigation and search for Dr. Van Richten. I, uh, I hope you understand. I, I hope... I understand perfectly, she says. Up. <laughs> she goes up. You stay on the bottom floor. <laughs> That's fine. I, uh... You spot, for the first time, now that you've walked into the proper angle, you yeah. spot that there is a single dirty bedroll <laughs> next to one of the crates. I have my own bedroll. So I, uh, it's not much nicer, but still. Okay. I roll it down and uh, look at the bust in the corner. He he doesn't move, but hang on. So he does, look, it's hard for me to describe this, so I'm going to get the two of you to describe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He does, this, like, keeping his head very still, he uh-huh. does this. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like a like a brief look out the corner of his eye, and then a, a sort of, not quite a swallowing motion, but it's like a... Like a nervous tick you might do yeah. with your mouth to be like, I hope he... Do- I, I'm uh, Maybe he forgot and just assumed I was an actual bust. Because I don't want to talk right Kind uh, of like yeah. if, a, if a bust could re- try and retreat into itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A bust doing his yeah. best to run away despite having only a neck and chest. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's just you and I down here. Yes. Um... That was intense. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm awfully tired. I'm going to go to sleep now. I don't actually sleep. <laughs> so, but I will be quiet. <laughs> okay. I uh, no, no comment on you, but I might turn you around. <laughs> I understand completely. 
Is there like a place I could put him so he can at least look out a window? Not on the bottom floor? <laughs> Maybe actually as you're moving, going to move him, he says, uh, can you leave me outside just on the front porch where the horse is? Oh, okay. I say, I, I <laughs> open the door, put him down. Uh, good good night. night. Yeah, good night. I close the door. Maybe as you're falling asleep, you can hear him chatting to the horse. Oh, <laughs> that's, nice. that's nice. Every now and then you hear. <laughs> They've worked out a complicated yeah. system of stops already. <laughs> yeah, That's impressive. <laughs> oh, sweet. Yeah. Well, friendless, I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> How early would any one of you wake up? Uh, Naturally speaking, obviously, you haven't an alarm clock. Yeah, yeah. It could only be the sun or your own body clock awakening. I feel you. like Pip's body clock has gotten fucked over the years. Of you, not, yeah, yeah, you lived in a pretty dangerous place. Yeah, you, so I'm probably up pretty early. You would then be, I would say, no, I would say you can hear people upstairs rummaging around. Oh, okay. You could tell someone else is up, just not who. I, uh, maybe I just like sort of. Like, like, get up in my bedroll to be warm or whatever. Sit up mm-hmm. and eat a strawberry for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Part of my dwindling I, supply. I, a filling breakfast <laughs> of one strawberry. I'm going to ration them out. I guess it's a strawberry and then, like, hard tack or whatever my rations yeah. are. Yeah. It's for flavor. Mm. Sure. Um, let's see, because we're in the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, we storm on most nights. I feel like an uh, early riser... Uh, sure. but like again, if it's all gloomy, because I'd imagine, yeah, you're not getting hit by direct sunlight. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I think I'm probably like you know, yeah, somewhat early. Yeah. All right. Well, probably not earlier than Esmeralda, who mm. would be the crack would be of the, the first, Yeah. Well, no, beyond that, <gasps> would be the first person up. Mm. Esmeralda is just pouring over some quietly, pouring over some of Van Richten's notes. She's got like a candle set beside her, which. As she turns around and spots that you're waking up, she leans over and blows it out. (laughs) Uh, uh, You went to sleep, right? You haven't been up all night? Esmeralda just doesn't respond. She turns back (laughs) to her work. Okay. I kind of sleepily rub my eye as I'm doing now. Um, Right. Uh, I will see if there's anything. uh, The crates had food, right? I'll I'll, I'll see if there's anything... um, Food-wise yeah, for you us. start opening crates. Or, well, there's no crates up here, yeah, but there is stuff yeah. that you can look through to... A head to, on the... Uh, yeah. Down! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pip, you hear as the machine slowly... The elevator slowly trundles downwards. Hector, as you're heading down, you see Lushon turns around. At Gorob is fast asleep, but Lushon turns around <laughs> oh, no. and he says, I would come with you. And he tries to shift, but Gorob is not waking up. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. It's fine. I'm already, I'm already I must going. waken <laughs> him. <laughs> it's already going down. You're, you're well out of down. sight before Gorob, if he ever does awaken. <laughs> You actually another thing you would spot is a Gogash is also getting up as you were mm. getting up a Gogash also got up mm. and you can see that in a little space on his own in the in the top floor he has laid out the set of chess mm. dragon chess and he is considering his move. Yep, no worries. I you mentioned that like I will go and see if we have, can um, cook something up. A Gogash in deep in deep thought, and uh, does not really say anything, but uh, Goroban, no, sorry, not Goroban, Lashon, just Lashon, <laughs> <laughs> attempts to hail you down, but unsuccessfully. Oh, it's such, such a sad disappointment. Oh, too bad. Oh, woo <laughs> <laughs> Hector, you reach the bottom. Pip, you see this, obviously. Oh, um, I'm probably, like, wrapping up my uh, bedroll at this point. Sure. I should check on Chaucer. 
<laughs> you open the door. It has rained. Chaucer <laughs> does not seem in any the worse for wear, though. He turns around and, well, he doesn't turn around, but he t- cranes his head as best as he can. And he says, hello, with pleasure to, uh, well, not make your, good morning. <laughs> You can't mind the rain, can you? Orion has kind stone. of huddled up right against the building, obviously, oh. to protect themselves from Your the Your magic rain. horse is wet, and then I'll uh, <laughs> pick up Chaucer and take him inside. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you, Pip. Right. I was going to look for the, uh, any food in the... the can, uh, do you mind doing that? I'm, I will go deal with... Yeah, I'll, I'll go check if there's food in the barrels. That's fine. All right. I'll Have a nice sleep. <laughs> it was comfortable I'm, enough. I said that as I walk out the door, sort of thing. Sure, sir. It was more of a... It was a dig, really. No, it's a rhetoric question. <laughs> sure, sir, cannot impose himself in an awkward position, but he looks as awkward as a boss. Chaucer's sure, just coughing. <laughs> just like the sideline of the weird dynamics of this party. It's very funny. Poor guy. Um, all right, I'll check the barrels for, for food right. or anything. You spot one of the crates is just filled, packed, heavy with supplies. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hector, mm-hmm. you step outside and you can see Orion has also has huddled herself up against the building in an attempt to stay out of the rain. Right, how are you? Uh, you're going okay? I am fine, thank you. Right, do you need uh, any anything for shelter? Uh, I can try and see if there's a, a bit of a tarp. We can at least for the morning. You can um, be under cover. I would appreciate this. Thank you. No, no, no worries. Uh, I go in and see if there's any kind of like cloth or whatever that was like you know wrapped over or something that I can kind of just at least make a makeshift lean to. I like to think I'm muttering like I've got Chaucer like sitting on one of the crates and I take stuff out and I'm like how magic a horse can be if it can still get wet. What's the point of that? <laughs> Where <laughs> did the horse come from I ask? I don't know. Are you magicked it out of nowhere? Out of well that sounds pretty magical <laughs> to me. Well, yes but why does it, why can it still feel the cold? Why not just? Yes I don't know if I fight a magic arrow <laughs> what if it missed? Oh yes let's go with that. Oh. Hmm. Uh, how's the horse? Cold. <laughs> Here's uh, I I lay out the food. Like what kind of a uh, rations have I found? Is it just hard tack? Is it you find Grugrog branded rations? <laughs> there, there's a little on the packaging. Grugrog's worst. <laughs> <laughs> on the packaging, there's a a little uh, uh, like it's Grugrog's. Grugrog's finest delicatessence, <laughs> and then underneath, little slogan says, keeps forever alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> the Most of the rations here absolutely stink of booze. Mm. You can see that most of it is in some way pickled or preserved in alcohol. You think consuming this may cause you to become drunk. Uh, I found a sort of semi-liquid breakfast. <sighs> right. <laughs> It is food. It's yeah. just infused with alcohol. <laughs> if you've got anything that's not alcoholic, I'd recommend eating that first. But if not, I guess this will do. Yes, yeah. we still got some food from Kresik. Um, so at least you need to find a little bit. Maybe when Gorgash is down, I can see if I can help him hunt for some deer or elk or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sure he'd be excellent at that. You would f- have no trouble finding something to eat. I've no doubt. Chaucer looks from one of you to the other. <laughs> Could you be a, 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 a great friend? I think I saw something out that window, he says. Please turn me towards it. Well, I'll take you outside. We can look at it out that there. That would be nice too, he says. Yes, well. Uh, do I find anything I can yeah, use the, as a way the into? Yeah, the foods, the, the Grugrog's finest mm. foods, 
that have been laid out on the floor are themselves on a tarp. All right. All right. Um, well, I, I grab the tarp, and maybe sure. is there a bit of spear wood or something that I can use as well? Yeah, you find like some stuff in yeah. one of the crates. You see that there is equipment for like camping, so yep. tent sort. Of. Ah. Actually, yeah, the wood. You don't even need the tarp and <laughs> You just find tents. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I'll grab that. I, I can take Chaunter out. Oh, okay. I'll uh, go see if everyone else wants breakfast. I suppose <laughs> I'll go stand on the <laughs> elevator up. Breakfast is ready. It's alcoholic. Esmeralda does not turn to look at you. Yeah. Lushan, with one arm, is dragging himself over to the elevator. <laughs> I'll be there presently. He How says. heavy a sleeper. <laughs> Gorob is snoring. You could anyone could hear it inside yeah. the entire tower. You could hear it all night. Gorob snores like a machine gun fires. Oh my god. <laughs> And uh, probably uh, his expulsion of the <laughs> as part of the yeah. that feels like it has the force of a machine gun. You see little motes of dust getting kicked up wherever he purpers. God. A gogash finally leans over the dragon chest set, picks up a pawn, moves it, and then after just a brief moment, begins packing up the dragon chest set. By the time a Gogash is done, Lushan has dragged himself <laughs> and Gorob onto the onto the platform. Esmeralda stands up, tucks some papers underneath her arm, and silently walks over onto the platform. Cool. With all of you there, you head back down. In about that amount of time, Hector, you obviously don't need to set up like a proper tent for Orion, and there's not. There's no need for that yeah. simply because you're not going to be Orion's going to be leaving. Yeah, 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 yeah you'll yeah, be leaving yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you do just set up kind of like a lean to so mm-hmm. that Orion has a bit of shade. Orion mm. bows before you and gratefully says, thank you. Oh, no worries. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't do that last night. Uh, <laughs> her lack of response is very funny. <laughs> yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not going on. I'm sorry too. Um, do you need to eat anything? She shakes her head. Well, uh, we're going to have a quick breakfast, and um, so yes, you'll be heading off to, uh, I think it's the Amber Temple, with Esmeralda and um, Piran. She nods. She has, as much of a horse can, she has kind of a, a slightly apprehensive expression, but she nods. I stop and think, where is Piran? <laughs> you haven't seen him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good question. Huh. Right, I'll be out momentarily. I get back into the tower. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&Ds for Nerds on your favourite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery. <laughs>